Hey guys, Jay Stryker here, professional bass angler. Hey everybody, I'm Wesley Stratton, professional bass fisher. Hey guys, my name is Rex L. Ray from Action Hat and Fish Fresh. Hi, this is Luke Clausen, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro. Hey guys, this is Jim Root, writer, smallmouth ninja. You're listening to On the Hook with Daryl Bars. What's going on, fishing folks? Welcome to another exciting episode of On the Hook Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Barris, and this is not Monday, so this is not a typical podcast episode. Um, some big news came out yesterday from Major League Fishing. They're starting their own tournament trail. You know, 80 anglers, some of the top names, I'm sure we'll be going over, and we have to talk about it because outside of knowing that Major League Fishing is doing what they're doing in the 80 anglers, we know next to nothing about it. So I had James Watson schedule already to come on the show and talk fall transition fishing and we scratched that and we just talked about major league fishing and fishing in general because the state of the bass fishing industry is in chaos because of this announcement. So uh, as he does, James was completely honest and transparent on what he knows, what he doesn't know and his thoughts on everything that's going on and it turned out to be a very long but informative conversation that I had with him. So I wanted to actually edit it up as soon as possible and give it to you guys so you have some more information about what's going on and how the professional anglers feel about this situation and how it could potentially improve or hurt the industry. So I'm not going to go too far into everything. I'm going to just start this interview with James Watson and we'll go from there. And, you know, you guys sit back and enjoy and leave some comments and let us know exactly how you feel about what's going on because... You know, everybody has their own opinions, and we're going to hear James' opinion right now as well as some of my opinion of what's going on. And we'll just leave it at that. So comment, share, let us know your thoughts, and, you know, hope you guys enjoyed this interview with James Watson. All right, so I have James Watson with me. James, how's everything going with you? Good, good. Thanks for having me this morning. Oh, thanks for coming on. Now, the first thing I want to touch on is is something simple. Uh, I know we're going to get into the fall transition, but I have a couple of questions for you to start things off. You have one of the best nicknames in the fishing industry, that JMFW Worldwide. Um, it, it just it resonates. So how did you get that nickname? Where did it start? Well, hell, it started quite a few years ago, JMFW. Uh, Cody Meyer pulls up to me, and, and uh, uh, we were always ribbing each other, and Cody's, you know, a charismatic kind of guy on the tour and he come up to me one day in a tournament and we both have big smiles on our face and he goes well if it isn't james mr fantastic watson he used different terms oh yeah for mf but <laughs> um but it, it caught on right then other anglers heard it i heard it i just chuckled about it and then he and then later on he says man he says you're just worldwide and that that's how it took off and see, and it's funny because, you know, you have that worldwide nickname now, but you actually are worldwide because you actually fished, you know, with the, the Bass, in the Bass World Championships with Team USA. So tell us about that experience. How was it to go to South Africa and actually compete against some of the best in the world? You know, it was, it was a great trip. We had, uh, minus the 16, 15, 16 hour, uh, from Atlanta to, uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. Part. <laughs> that was miserable. Uh, the longest plane I've been on 
I've been on a few long, you know, I went to Paris and I don't remember, uh, remember it being that long, but that was the most miserable part of the trip. The rest of the trip was great. The people were great. The host that we had, uh, getting to meet the, the guys from other, uh, national teams, uh, especially my buddies from the Zimbabwe team. Uh, it was just a hoot. And you know, what's funny is we got over there and, 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 uh, the fanfare that, that knew all of us, every single one of us, us anglers was tremendous. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not being arrogant when I say this, I signed a lot of autographs, but over there, everybody wanted our autographs. I mean, they were really diehard bass loving fans over there in South Africa. They really follow, uh, follow us. And it's, it was cool. And the fishing, uh, you know, we caught a lot of fish. Uh, fortunately, Fred Robanis and I, uh, got on a little from in practice and it, and it worked throughout the tournament. And, you know, we just, as a team collectively, we fell a little shy of bringing home the gold, but we come home with a respectable silver medal for the U.S. Oh, you know, that's, you know, it's not gold, but that, that's really good to go out there and do what you guys do in the, in the country that you guys, I believe none of you guys ever fished over there before. That's, it was really outstanding and amazing that you guys actually came back with the silver. That's right. And we, we lost to the South African team that, you know, has a lot of history on the ball river. So we got beat by the locals, which again, we didn't want to lose. We, 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 we collectively done our best. Uh, it was great. We communicated well between, you know, Scott Martin and David Dudley and Canterbury and Fred and I and, and, uh, Lionel and Dave Fritz and, uh, Mark Rose, we all communicated throughout practice to say, Hey, th- look at this. Hey, look at that. Check it out. And that was, that's a great thing about that team format is we, uh, we all kind of dialed each other on in this and a little bit of that and we're able to bring in limits of bass every single day. Uh, and, and then the last day we're fortunate enough. I caught one that was close to six pounds. It really boosted our weight. So, uh, James, we are filming this a day. After a major announcement in the bass fishing industry, uh, Major League Fishing is announced has announced a tournament trail. Um, you have some ties with Major League Fishing uh, as well as FLWM Bass. What what's your take on everything that's going on right now? How do you feel about the new tournament trail by Major League Fishing and what's going on in the, in the fishing industry as a whole? Hey, you know, I'm super excited about the Major League Fishing announcement. Uh, they're innovators. Uh, they have been since day one. They took a different approach to tournament angling and, and, uh, and a more, um, uh, to get more people drawn into watching and following bass fishing. It, bass fishing's tough. It's not, it's not a stadium packed, uh, spectator type sport. And yes, we've got live and other, other methods of, of, of watching fishing, but, you know, as far as packing the stadiums, we got a couple of big venues every year. You got the FLW Cup, you got the Bassmaster Classic, but even then, you're just watching us weigh in. You're not watching us compete. Uh, Major League Fishing's bringing a different approach to that. Um, you know, I, this morning I, I saw a post on social media a post from Jerry McInnes. Now Jerry's been out of the business for a year or so, but he made a post about, you know, how he basically felt about this taking place and how, you know, that, how that they, you know, there should be one, all these, all 
three of these should be one, and it should be only 80 guys in the whole world as professional anglers, the way I read and understood his post. And I, I just chuckled. I chuckled at it. And I'm like, here, here, here's Jerry McKinnis saying this and that because he feels threatened and he feels like BASS is threatened by this soon-to-be happening change. And he should he should feel threatened or, or that way because if the superstars leave the Bass Elites, who, who's going to who's going to watch Bass Elites? I, I mean, it's fixing to happen. It's going to happen. You know, there's a handful of FLW guys that got invited. Fortunately, a few years ago, I took the chance on an idea and a concept that was working well with Outdoor Channel at the Major League Fishing Show was asked to come on as a select angler. There were a lot of people asked to come on as select anglers. Guess what? A lot of people said no. A lot of people said no to the select angler opportunity. And I've always said this in life, and I'm not, I'm not where I'm at today by passing opportunities. In most cases, when I tell you passing up opportunities, a lot of people don't know an opportunity when it sits in front of them. Quite a few years ago, I took that chance, not fully understanding the opportunity that was in front of me. So when everybody starts to uh, wonder how the selection process worked and how this happens and that happens, well, bottom line is some people took the opportunity a few years ago, took the chance as select anglers, and will be fishing this as Major League Fishing full-time, uh, the Bass Pro Tour. And I... I, I I truly believe this is where the sport's going. The the people, uh, a lot of the people involved in major league fishing are are anglers, superstars in their own in in the, in the fishing world. All right, and they're looking to get more of the money that's mm-hmm. out there to be the superstars. You got professional athletes getting sixty five million dollars in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know. We've got professional uh, anglers in the bass fishing world. They're lucky, lucky, when it's all said and done, to be to be making seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. Oh yeah, lucky. And there's probably less than twenty percent of the fishing professional fishing uh, ranks that make that. You see a lot of posts. People, uh, it's like, well, they, you know, you're m- maxed out on your credit cards here, maxed out there. This is only a game for the rich. I mean, I can go on and on and on about this. I'm where I'm at today because I positioned myself. I prepared myself from the very beginning for this opportunity that presented itself. And Major League Fishing is going to make it possible for me and and other anglers to really capitalize and make some money as the athletes and the superstars should be getting paid out here on tour. Definitely. Instead of the corporations... And the corporations and the big entities as such being the ones that take the lion's share of the money while we go out here and make the sport popular. So I'm looking forward to making the sport more popular at the same time, being able to make a good living. I'm not talking about a comfortable living. I'm talking about a good living. If I wanted to go make super mega money, I'd stay in the real estate business. Mm -hmm. And I'd also walk around with a, thinking gun in my mouth most of the time trying to deal with people that are unreasonable <laughs> but you know this bass this this take for some of us 
is, is more than exciting. And for some people on the bass elite side, they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're feeling kind of edgy about this stuff. So bass, you know, an FLW, FLW strong. Now they're going to be even stronger with this move. I agree. So, so mark my word. If you want to really, really be in, uh, go, get somewhere in the bass fishing world as a young angler and get started with your career, it's called the BFL. It's called the Costas. It's called the FLW Tour, and you can go in that order. If you want to bypass one of those, go for it. If you want to bypass two of those, go for it, because I did. And everybody that whines and cries and carries on about this is a rich man's sport and this and that, you don't have to be a rich man. <laughs> you could go buy a $40,000 bass boat. Mm. You can go get a 12-volt tr- or 24-volt trolling motor. You don't have to have a 36. So all things and people whine and cry about this being a rich man's sport, you can do it. You can do it with your rig that you got now, all right? But don't whine and cry when you can't, uh, your trolling motor can't keep up with a 36-volt trolling motor. Okay, that's that's just where it's at. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. The only thing that you can do in in this world to better yourself is to work harder. Go mow a yard, clean out somebody's gutters, go cut down a tree, plow snow. I mean, go bag groceries at night. If you want to get ahead in this world, everybody go do something to get more. And that means work more, work harder. And then you can go spend your money however the hell you want to. If it's on a bigger, better bass boat, if it's on more tackle, if it's on more rods, if it's saving up to pay entry fees so you can go fish the coasters, then go do it. That'd get ahead. Don't sit here and blame organizations like FLW, Major League Fishing, and BASS for making it too expensive. Well, being a professional football player is pretty damn expensive, too. You got to go to college in most cases. All right. You got a four year college bill to pay. You know, you got to hope that you get scholarships. If you're that true of an athlete and you can get scholarships. Great. That's what it's for. You know, I can go on and on about all the people say it's not fair. It's not fair. Well, nothing in life is fair. If you want something, go work for it. And the 80 guys are on major league fishing, 180 guys on FLW tour, the 108 guys on the bass elite. Trust me, we all paid dearly and took the chance to get where we're at. So stop bitching about not having the chance or having the opportunity. We all paid the same amount to get started just like the rest of you guys. If you want it, get after it, go for it because the chance is there. And trust me, there's tons of fish circles around me, circles around me, but what they're not willing or able to do is throw their money in a hat. And, and fish for it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm going to win every time because if you're not in a game competing against me, you can't beat me. That's the, that's the truth. And that's a, that goes for everybody. There's, trust me, there's a hundred Kevin Van Dams out there right now fishing, fishing club level team terms. But are they willing to sacrifice everything? Are they able to get away from their jobs? Are they able to have a job that allows them to go compete? When they go, when you go to the casino, do you sit at a $5 blackjack table or do you sit at a $100 blackjack table? You know, depends on how much money you walk in there with. 
that's where our sport's at. It's going to always be there. It's going to always be there. So fishing your college and fishing your high school events gets you positioned to be where we are as professional fishermen. Take those, take those chances, evolve with it. But know this, as you evolve in the sport, so does the cost of that evolution, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. It makes plenty of sense. James, we're going to take a quick break to listen to the sponsors that make this podcast possible. But when we come back, I have a couple more questions for you about Major League Fishing, and hopefully we might get into some fall transition. We'll see how it goes. All right, let's face it. Fishing apps are popping up everywhere, but they're here to stay. I've tried my fair share of them, and along the way, I found Angler. Angler is like a combination of all of my favorite fishing tools under one roof. Angler has taken my boat electronics, weather reports, fishing logbook, and a whole community of other like-minded fishermen and placed it all inside my smartphone, tablet, and desktop for free, giving me a powerful fishing tool to record, learn, compete, and collaborate with other serious anglers. Look, Angler is not just another fishing app. It allows me to connect optional Bluetooth devices that keep me off my phone and record all the fishing information for me. I've been fishing with the Angler Bullseye for over two months now, and I've recorded all of my catches and waypoints by just clicking the Bullseye button. It's that simple to get all the fishing information I need. I just focused on fishing, and Angler did the rest. The best part is that all of the information that I did record is completely private and saved securely on my Angler account. So are you ready to give it a try? Just head over to angler.com. That's A-N-G-L-R.com. 100% free to join. 100% free to use. So the other day, I was at Bass Pro Shops, and an employee informed me that my truck alarm was going off. Except it wasn't my truck alarm. It was my Arachnet security system keeping my fishing gear safe. And it's so simple to use. Just drape the net around whatever you want to protect, clip on the motion detecting alarm, set it, and you're good to go. If anyone tries to take what's under the net, the alarm sounds to notify you and scare off the thief. Thankfully, I had my Arachnet system with me that day. Keep your valuables safe. Protect everything under the net. You can learn more at arachnet.net. Again, I'm sitting here with James Watson, professional angler James Watson. You know, James, I was going to call this podcast episode, you know, the fall transition or, you know, something utilizing lures for fall fishing. But I might just title this one, Keeping It Real with James Watson, because you're really dropping some knowledge with us right now. And uh, you're keeping it real with us. But in the spirit of yep. keeping it real, um, they haven't uh, fully announced. Uh, you know, we have our speculations on who the 80 anglers are going to be from FLW and, and, and Bass. Um, but have you received any invitation from Major League Fishing at all about fishing the tournament trail? I've got a call. I got a call Saturday, as well as a lot of other anglers got calls to be at certain uh, meeting spots at the end of this week to go over everything to be presented with. Uh, with, with what's going on mm-hmm. so that we can make a, uh, a sound and a logical decision on where we want to go. And you said sound and logical. Uh, That's the best way I can answer that. Hearing you talk, you seem very gung ho and excited about what's going on with major league fishing. So is it safe to say that as long as everything checks out, you will be making that jump and heading over there full time? Absolutely. That's good to hear. Yeah. Without hesitation. And, 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 and also with that in mind, FLW has been a great platform for me. FLW from the, 
from back in the Red Man before FLW was FLW. It was Operation Bass. It was a term and organization, the Red Man. I got to fish it as a young man in high school. And it was boater on boaters, draw on draw there, no co-anglers. You know, and then the BFL come along, you know, the Strand Series, now the, called the Costa Series. Great AAA format. With If you're a Ranger boat owner, opportunity now to win close to $100,000 in the Costa event on a $1,500 Exactly. Mm-hmm. The FLW, the FLW op- offers huge opportunities. I'm more in tune with FLW than I am Bass and the Federation events and so on and so forth. So uh, I don't want to, uh, I'm not saying anything bad about Bass's uh, grassroots program. I just don't know very much about it. But I can tell you, the, in my opinion, the BFL is an outstanding opportunity for any young person to get started in the back of the boat as a co-angler, the Costa, then work your way up, fish as a boater, go to the Costas as a co-angler or a boater. And then, and then, you know, who knows? LW could open up the tour to 200 anglers, 250 anglers. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But you still got over there and get your ass kicked by Brian Thrift <laughs> and, and, and Andy Morgan in in Matt Airy, you know, name a few, Brandon Cobb, Shane LeHugh, just to name a few of the guys, you know, they, <laughs> it, it exists. The platform exists. All the whining I see about, we can't do this. We can't do that. You know, even parents now are getting on there and saying, well, you need to make this work where a high schooler can get to it. <laughs> it it's already there. It's it there, exists. Yep. Yeah, it exists. People. In the high school programs and the college programs, they're tremendous. They're tremendous platforms. They're tremendous starting points. And, you know, the way I see it okay. now is that, you know, if you have 80 anglers going over to Major League Fishing, there are now 80 spots uh-huh. open between FLW and, and Bass where new newcomers can come in there and make a name for themselves and get to that level yeah. again. So I, the opportunity you is bet. still there for everybody. Good point. Good point. Good point. Now, let's visit that. <laughs> Let's say let's say that seventy, and this is hypothetical because I don't know. I just know right now there's only a handful of FLW guys that fish selects. That's all I have to go over. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say that that seventy out of eighty come from the Bass Elites. That's seventy vacancies in the Bass Elites, unless Bassmaster, of course, get ready, watch them shift, shuck and jive, and everything else. If 70 vacancies come available on the Bass Elite circuit, Bass Elite's first first opportunity, I would think, would to be what what do you, how do you think that they would try to fill those vacancies in the Bass Elites? Say they're going to keep 100 people still. You know that that's hard to say because the news is already coming out that they're trying to you know shift things around and make things to where they're trying to keep as many people as possible. They don't want to lose their people. Um. You know, the, the smart way of, in my opinion, of, you know, filling in those gaps is to go to your lower tiers and, and the people who are qualifying and, and take the second place finishes and the third place finishes and things like that to fill them up. But in my opinion, through, through what? Honest, no, no, in, in the current, let's just say they keep the current format into making it into the Bass Elites is, is what mechanism? What mechanisms through what? The bass opens. Yeah, it opens. In, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. So the logical thing to do, if BASS wants to 
to fill the elite schedule back to 100 people if they do lose a bunch of people. The logical thing to do right now would be to call down the open list, correct? Correct. That's that's the that's I mean, you got, doing it. I mean, you got all these you got all these guys out here, all these guys and gals and everybody trying to fish their way to the elites mm-hmm. through the bass opens. And it used to be the top five in the points. I know different this year, but I didn't pay any attention to it. So the logical thing, in my opinion, for bass to continue on the, the, the program that they've been on to fill the bass elites, if this if they lose a bunch of people, would be to call down the opens. Mm-hmm. That, 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 I mean, those are bass, diehard bass fishermen and bass members that are trying to get the elites. And they're hungry for now, it, Now, let's too. say that they... They're hungry for it. Let's say they open it up to the open field and they call down the opens list. Okay, you're sixth in the points. You're seventh in the points. You're tenth in the points. Let's say there's 50 Bass Elite vacancies to fill from the opens. And they open it to the open anglers starting from first place in the division all the way down. Do you think, and I'm just asking you, do you think that they'll call down the list and fill from the Bass Opens to see if to, to, to say, hey, I'm inviting you to the uh, to the elites right now. We need fifteen thousand dollars deposit by the first of December. Do you think fifty guys from the Opens are going to be able to step up and do that? Not at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. Now, does that make does that make professional bass fishing a serious problem? To the average person, oh, I guess. But professional bass fishing is not for your average person. It's your average person that has a average job or an average career or or successful job or successful career. It's for somebody that truly believes that they can step out, make a living catching bass and promoting bass fishing. They can call down that open list all they want, and they'll never fill to a hundred off the opens. Yep, that's the bottom line. And you'll see all the trash talk and all the this and that's, and uh, you know I'd be a bass elite angler. The bottom line is they ain't going to fill. They will not fill because people can't come up with that kind of money to compete in the professional sport. Well, how about this, James? Do you believe that it. it would be easier or better for these leagues to actually narrow down the field and go from 100 to maybe 75 or 50? And and the elite anglers, the major league fishing pros, the, the FLW, the top tier angler, anglers in each you know, tournament trail to narrow it down so you don't have as many people you know, at that level? Do you think that might be better for the industry? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think... FLW is a needed product. Bass Elite was a needed product. MLF is a much needed product. I've always said this. 108 anglers on the Bass Elite is not enough to quench my thirst eight tournaments for eight weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that FLW provides a platform, an opportunity for an angler to to fish and buy his way, pay his way, and compete against other great anglers for high-stakes money. I love it. I love it. And there would be so many people like me on the sidelines if uh, and competing at a AAA level that makes you $0 and gives you damn near a zero uh, opportunity for sponsor platform 
to make money from sponsors and promoting product. Can you imagine if all of us FLW guys was all fishing bass opens trying to get one out of five spots mm-hmm. to gain one of the, one of the hundred man uh, positions or on the hundred man roster of bass elites? Ridiculous! I couldn't make. I could not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for FLW and the opportunities to fish at a higher scale and a higher league for money. And if the sport only had eighty anglers doing that. There's 8,000 anglers wanting to be there, and there's probably 400 anglers can actually afford to do it. I mean, that that's the bottom line. I could afford to do this since day one. When I started this professional bass fishing gig of mine years ago, I started it because I had enough money saved that if I lost it, I could still live tomorrow and the next year. This is a sport not a sport for the faint-hearted. This is not a sport for somebody that's not willing to sacrifice or, or lose at all. And I've seen a lot of a lot of guys get broken because of bass fishing. Do I think that makes the sport wrong or something wrong with it? No, I don't. It's not for everybody. Person, it's not for everybody. And that's what makes this sport the, what I love. I do. And I truly love it. And if you don't want to risk it all, Fish the BLs. Mm-hmm. Stay close to the house. Be close to your family. The opportunity's there to do that. But know this. When you fish high school and college and bells, you know, you're not going to get the front page of Bassmaster Ag- Magazine or Bass Times or FLW Magazine. You're not going to get called to do podcasts like on the hook here. All that is for the guys are in a position like I am at the highest tier. And again, there's a way to get to it. And I've told you all how to get to it. <laughs> Just pony up and do it. So you got to have some, some guts and some big kahunas and, you know, take that chance and take that leap and go out there and, and take care of business. That's right. Yeah. And you, and, and you just said the key word business. This is business. This is business to me. Every day, every day, I'm talking to, to somebody that supports me, talking to somebody that markets with me. I'm talking about shows. I'm talking about, when I say shows, I'm talking about seminars, boat shows, um, appearances, um, you know, product videos, or, or doing what I do. You know, I mean, every day I'm doing something. Everybody thinks, oh, all you do is go out there and fish. Well... There's only a handful, and I'm saying less than 5%, that can make a living just cashing paychecks. Brian Thrift's one of them. Mm-hmm. Brian, Andy Morgan's another one. Scott Martin. Yep. But to really be successful in bass fishing is making sure that everybody that follows bass fishing knows your name. And when that happens, the sponsor dollars start to because sponsors start to recognize that people are following you and watching you and waiting for you to say something. They're waiting for that inspiration, you know, and that's what I've been successful at more than actually catching bass is marketing. You've got to be able to market. That's what people who sell product want. They want somebody that's marketable. If you can't speak, 
and you break out in hives when you get in front of people, <laughs> you, you better be the five percenter that makes a living just catching bass because you'll not make very much money from sponsors because people in this world nowadays don't just mercury just doesn't come to you and say, man, we'd like to give you five motors this year mm-hmm. because you, you just won two mega back mega bucks tournaments back to back. You know, that crap don't happen no more. Mm-hmm. Sponsors don't come at you and say, man, we'd like to throw some money at you. We don't care. We just saw how good catching them bass. That's all that matters to us. <laughs> Throw that in the garbage. And Sponsors speak- want somebody that can promote, sell, talk, influence. And speaking of marketing, you know, Bass Pro Shops is really, you know, throwing everything into Major League Fishing in this tournament trail. And Major League Fishing does probably the best job when it comes to marketing their product, marketing their anglers, and putting their their product out there so everyone can see it. And there's going to be some huge names, you know, Kevin Van Dam, Skeet Reese, yourself, uh, Edwin Evers. Um, I'm pretty sure every all those names are going to be a part of Major League Fishing's new tournament trail. How do you think that's going to... Like, I have my opinion, and I, just, I can give you my opinion. I believe that because of this tournament trail and the reach that they have already, I think they're going to take fishing and put it in way more households now and send more people to checking out bass and FLW and the small determinants to opens and the, the BFLs because of the reach that they have already. So pretty much my question to you is, do you think major league fishing is going to really improve the, the, the market for bass fishing, uh, the way that it happened doing in the past, what, uh, nine, 10 years now, oh, eight, nine years now. I'm glad you said that. And I couldn't agree more. You know, I, I I wasn't very well known in bass fishing until I started fishing the uh, selects because it got me in front of people. All right. I had a PAA win. I won a bass open, went to the classic and stuff. You you know, I I didn't have a terrible, terrible career by any means, but I had a bunch of big old fat goose eggs like down in last place. Hell, I had four of them this year. What Major League Fishing has done is got us in front of people like I couldn't tell you how many people at shows in the last four years have come up to me and said, man, we really enjoy watching you on Major League Fishing. I finally am able to get my wife to sit down or at least, you know, interact with me while we're watching you on Major League Fishing, James. Mm-hmm. So if so, if a husband, the best route for any husband to get approval to or, or or a nod or support to go to Bass Pro and buy him a, a brand new rifle is a spouse. When your spouse is excited or, or or knows some of the anglers' names because they've been watching Major League Fishing, the husband now is more able to go out and go fishing or take his take his wife with him at least get her approval. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the worst time in my life was in 2005. I fished 27 days in 2005. And, and I was fishing the Central Pro-Am here in Missouri. I had 27 days I got to fish that year. Every day that I went fishing, my wife, who's now not my wife, my absolutely, you could just absolutely get in a damn near fist fight 
because I wanted to go fishing. That same year, I finished number one on my franchise, closed 195 sides of real estate, finished number one in realty executives worldwide, made more money than I ever made in my entire life, fished 27 days. And those 27 days that I went fishing was a knockout drag out with my wife because she hated the fact that I was going fishing. And that was the most miserable time in my life. Yet fishing was my only real opportunity to go out and do something other than work. And when you can get a wife to support you or get excited about fishing or watching fishing, I don't think the world can go wrong. And and Major League Fishing's done just that. Oh, yeah. And it's my and it's me personally. I like to cut up, carry on. Of course, I hate finishing last. But every once in a while, I know that in me, when it presents itself, I got a chance to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. And the more people that can that I can entertain. And, and so on and so forth, uh, and, and spread the gospel of bass fishing too through entertainment. That's that's what I think I'm here for. That's what I'm think I'm made for. Am I not going to make the cup every year? Classic, sure, because I'm going to have me some big old bombs in there where there's a, you know I'll finish tenth out of eight guys. Mm-hmm. I always chuckle too. It's like oh, I got me another top ten finish. Well, you everybody would if there's just eight of you you're competing against. <laughs> So, I can tell you another story about major league fishing. Now, I have three boys, ages eight, six, and four, and they love fishing, but they will not sit down and watch a fishing show with me, no, at all. Doesn't matter who's on TV, yep. what they're doing, they won't watch it. But if I put on major league fishing, they will sit there and watch the show from beginning to end because it's so exciting. They see all the fish yeah. catches. They see the the, the yep. pain on on the anglers' faces when they see the leaderboard and say, "Oh, I'm went from second to fifth just like that." And so, what's going on in major league fishing is it's entertaining, not just for the average angler, but for anyone. If you like sports and you like competition, you could watch major league fishing. Thank you. That that it's exactly what they've tried to build. We want you to see the drama. You know, I, I've always said this too. Just you know, the Bass Elites had a Marshall program. FLW is now getting away from the co-anglers, going to a Marshall pro- program. Major, Major League Fishing's Marshall program with our boat officials. You get to sit in the back of our boat and watch us compete, watch us make decisions, watch us melt. You know, have meltdown. Watch us jump up and down because we're so pumped. You know. Watch us mumble underneath our breath like, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. All those emotions are the same emotions every person that competes in bass fishing feels. And Major League Fishing has just brought that to the forefront to associate themselves with the angler out there. It's like, look, guys, everybody thinks that Kevin Van Dam goes to every tournament and he blasts them and he wins and this and that. Or... You know, this is, you know, this is, this bass fishing is a glorious sport and there's unicorns that take off. And <laughs> when you open a rod locker, butterflies fly out of it and the magic bait's already tied on. Five pounders are jumping in your live well and zippity doodah is playing in the background. And, you know, that's not how it works. Major League Fishing shows you that, hey, here we got on a body of water where it's hard to even get a bite. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, I'm tired of dink fest and this and that. We're showing you the exact same things that, that you go through as an angler at the club level, all right, or an angler just gets to go out one 
you know, two days every month and go fishing. It's like, look, this is, this is how it works. We try to figure things out. We're thrown onto a body of water with zero practice, just like you are, because you've been working straight days and Sunday's your day off and you're going to fish a club tournament. You had zero days to practice. Well, guess what? This is what it's like. And major league fishing shows you that, look, we go through the same pains and process that you do. And, and we're, we're, we're showing that to you. You know, one of the best years I ever had, I got the Marshall Bass Elite, four of them. And it was very, very, it was, all, it was an awesome experience to go Marshall. Here I am. I'm like, you know, I want to learn how to attack this body of water. I want to learn, you know, how to run and navigate and, and what some of the best baits are and, and techniques are to fish this certain body of water. That's why I went in Marshall at the same time as an FLW pro competing. And, and uh, I remember distinctly Jeff Creek of Falcon. I showed up or I was at the room. He didn't know I was coming and I was staying right next to him with, with, uh, McClellan and Creek was staying with Littner or somebody. And he's like, Watson, what the hell are you doing here? And I said, I'm here to marshal, dude. And he said, you can't marshal. You're a bass. You're an FLW. And he said, you're a genius. I said, that's right. I want to see what this lake's like. I've never been here before. And I went out there, and I realized real quick, I drew, drew Fred Robanis. And Fred and I were friends before this. And I realized real quick, if Fred puts his pants on just like I do, Fred gets mad at himself and cusses and mumbles underneath his breath, just like I do. <laughs> yep. Fred, Fred hits sumps with his trolling motor and almost knocks himself in, just like I do. Fred's figuring out bass, just like I do. And it brought a great perspective on bass fishing for me. It's like, hey, these guys are just like me. They go through the same trials and tribulations I do. And, and, and that, that, really motivated me it really made me say but well, i could do this so james we're going to take one more sponsored break and we're going to come right back and wrap this thing up hey everyone aaron here from woo tungsten we get asked all the time why did we call it woo tungsten what we did is we wanted a brand that we could have some fun with we're anglers ourselves building a brand in a community for other anglers around an amazing product we were super tired of spending a ton of money on high-end tungsten and having it chip after just half a day we've got some of the toughest paint in the industry some of the best weight designs that come from some of our elite anglers to make sure that we've got one of the best products at the best prices for you at the same time making a brand in a community that's going to make you yell woo on and off the water. We couldn't be more proud of what we've done. We love what we're doing, and you will too. Check us out, wootungsten.com. Everyone's going crazy over the net rig, but the net rig is not for everyone. That is, until now. See, the new net EWG by Lifted Jigs gives you the power of the net rig with the convenience of being weedless. And it comes in multiple colors to match your bait of choice. But that's not all that Lifted Jigs has to offer. The jigs are made with premium skirts, are hand-tied, and built with the sharpest hooks in the business. And my favorite, the 38 swim jig, gives an unbelievable swimming action. But don't take my word for it. Check out the new Ned EWG, the 38 swim jig, and all the other fish-catching lures by Lifted Jigs at LiftedJigs.com. And tell them on the hook fishing sent you. All right, well, James, one more question before we go. I know we're talking about fall transition, but this is just too good to to pass up. Yeah. 
Do you think, you know, well, I give you my opinion. Major League Fishing is going to be the premier bass fishing league, if not immediately next year, in the next couple of years. Um, I think they're going to yep. really take over and accelerate the, the industry like it has never been accelerated before. Do you think yep. uh, bass and FLW are going to regulate it to like maybe farm leagues like we have in baseball? Or do you think that it's going to be, you know, people go up the ranks in the FLW and, and bass just so they can get to major league fishing? Is that the new goal or is that going to be the new goal in the fishing industry? Um, I don't I don't think. I don't so I don't think bass and FLW will be qualifiers to the major league fishing. I I just don't. So will they be? Will they be major? Will they still be a, considered a major? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But I don't think that there'll be feeders into the major league fishing. I believe major league fishing will come up with their own feeder system, whether it's taking the. Top five from Bass and top five from FLW. I don't know. I just don't expect it to be. FLW is gonna FLW is gonna shine over all this deal. Oh, yes. You got top tier you got top tier fishermen that have always been a shadow of the six hundred and eighty thousand subscribers to Bassmaster. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. And if you don't thank Brian Thrift and Andy Morgan and and a bunch of those guys year in and year out, Michael Neal. Uh, if you don't think those guys can't compete with the Bass Elite guys, you're sadly mistaken. Oh, yeah. Sadly That's mistaken. That's a crazy thought. The, plat the platform is a little bit different because you have a lot more eyes on the Bass Elite guys through subscriptions since 1968 versus 1996. FLW is strong. They're going to grow in membership year after year after year. The great thing is they offer an opportunity for an angler to get exposure through media, through their magazine, through their TV show, through their websites, and, and all these things, just like Bassmasters does. But, but the FLW is growing in membership, and they offer an opportunity for 186 guys last year to pay a higher entry fee, to compete for big money, and a possibility to get on magazines, TV, and promote bass fishing and when you can promote bass fishing you can attract sponsors mm -hmm. when you attract sponsors you get paychecks that's how the sport works yep i could tell you like this fow they got a good night's sleep last night and they woke up this morning drinking their tea going on with their business but Bassmaster, yeah they didn't sleep a lick last night and they're sweating like crazy right now because you know a lot's going on well and it's going to affect them tremendously well put and a lot of that aggravation is from the superstars of bass fishing aggravated about how they're treated an organization that gets richer and richer and doesn't give very much of that uh, uh much of the take down to the guys making them superstars definitely and the, the anglers on the bass elite are fed up with it they're fed up with going all the way out to California. They're fed up with putting 39,000 miles on their truck spending. I spent 13,000 myself last year on gas. So I've got to find a sponsor. Let's just, let's put this in perspective. So if I've got one sponsor that pays me $12,000 a year, all that sponsor did for me monetarily, which I'm thankful for, 
was pay my gas bill. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, so I got to have one really good paying sponsor just to pay my gas bill. Same thing goes for the Bass Elites. Why are you sending me all the way out to California? Because I still have to pay an entry fee. I still have to pay my weight, everything. Why are you just making it $10,000 for me to go fish this tournament when the likelihood is one out of 108 of us are going to $100,000, 50 50 out of 108 of us are going to win $10,000, okay? (laughs) So I just broke even to go fish. I got to win this damn thing if I go to California to even be profitable. Exactly. I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. And the anglers, trust me when I say this, that bass, I've got enough bass elite angler friends, just as many there as I do on FLW. They have jumped up and down. They have raised their hands. They have collectively, professionally approached bass and said, please stop this madness. It is killing us. It is killing us. Bass kept doing what bass does. And the repercussions for bass and the way they've been doing business and their failure to pay a half a million at the classic, they're, they're up in the entry fees, only paying a hundred thousand dollars. You know, when they used to pay you know, years ago, the economy was good. They were paying $250,000 at a couple of these events. FLW, same thing. The anglers that compete at this level paying to pay are fed up with it and they want better treatment. And for anybody to hear and argue with, with me or anybody else in major league fishing, Oh, they're just, they're just doing the same thing. FLW tried to do. They're just doing the same thing. BS. I'm telling you right now, things are different. Things are about to change. And the superstars of bass fishing are going to get more respect. Mm-hmm. And that respect is going to form of paychecks. Those paychecks come you know, from winnings as well. As sponsors, Major League Fishing is going to pay it down to their superstars because they know their superstars are the reason everybody's buying this stuff. Exactly. That's the bottom line. And that's there's no other way to look at it. So, now, I might catch flack for this interview, but that is how the sport works. It's the It's just how it is. But when so it comes down Major to League it... Major League Fishing is going to change it. When it comes down to it, as a professional angler... You know, of course, it's a dream for everybody, including myself. You know, if I could go out there and do yeah. what you do, I would definitely do it. But like I said, I have a wife and kids at home. Um, I'm not that great yeah. of an angler. And, you know, for me to put all that money into it, it just doesn't make any sense for me. But if I could, I definitely yeah. would. But at the end of the day, when it comes to you, James, or, or even Kevin Van Dam and the top tier anglers who are making outside of catching the bass and making a lot of money, it's about taking care of their responsibilities and making a living. And when you go to a tournament and you come back empty handed and you lost money, it it never pans out well for, for an individual. That's that's correct. That's correct. And that, that's, you know, that's, that's a risk that all business people take when they start a business. Mm -hmm. Bass fishing's a business. Bass fishing's my business. I opted, I, I made the investment, Nobody give me a boat. Still don't get a free boat. I don't get a free truck. You know, I still have to hustle for every dollar I make. I still have to pay to play. It's a risk. And, and, you know, I've never started any business of mine, whether it was my lawn maintenance business uh, or my real estate business. And thank God, not the businesses of being in Army. 
I never went one time to borrow a penny for any of those businesses. And I wasn't about to do it in the risky sport of professional bass fishing. So I made sure that I had a cushion. I made sure that when I went in here that I paid these entry fees on my own. I was self-funded my first three years, which most people could not make. And they can't. Here's why they can't make it. Because they couldn't win enough to pay their way to fish and make their mortgage and their house, mm. their car payment, their truck payment, their tuition, and this and that. And and I'm sorry to say, but that's life. Just like life is happening every day. You have to be able to afford to, to, to do what you want in life. So go after it. Set yourself. I tell young anglers all the time, set yourself up for for success now. Don't wait until you're 25 years old and then figure it out. Don't waste the first five years of your young adult life trying to figure things out. If you want to be a professional bass fisherman, I would suggest highly that you figure out what you're going to do for a living first mm -hmm. and set that money aside. And then guess what happens? You get married, you have kids, you got a mortgage. You're no longer a wheeling bachelor that has all this disposable income, you know? So the responsible thing, just like you're doing is take care of your family first, take care of your family first, take care of your bills first. You know, if you want to, if you want to leverage yourself to the hilt, then go out there and buy yourself a brand new bass boat and a brand new truck and pay your mortgage and make sure your kids are fed. Oh, if there's anything left over, then you can go pay you an entry fee at whatever level you can afford and go compete. But if you want to get by and you want to really learn and, and go up through the ranks, go buy a used boat, mm -hmm. go buy a, a, a reliable setup and system on, you know, one that you can afford. You don't have to have what, what, uh, you know, Jason Christie has, you don't have to have what James Watson has, yeah. you know, and, and, and by all means, high school and college kids listening, you know, you need to really, while you're young and you don't have a bunch of financial responsibility, you really need to hone your skills on catching fish exactly. and quit asking me, and quit asking me what it takes to get a sponsor. Well, here's what it takes to get a sponsor, get in front of the, get in front of the big crowds and hoist the trophy over your head. That helps because that gains you uh, notoriety and it gains you attention. And if, if you're just too busy tracking down, trying to figure out sponsors, pay your way to make yourself a professional bass fisherman, and you forget how to learn how to find fish and catch fish, you ain't going to make it. You ain't going to make it. So I'm talking out both sides of my mouth. You must be able to catch fish in order to make a living fishing. Yep. But don't go, don't go after it backwards trying to figure out how to make a living to pay for bass fishing. All right. Don't go or don't go after sponsors first when you have no credentials to back that up. So I get asked more questions about sponsors than I do how to catch a bass. That is the wrong, wrong, wrong direction, young men and women. And I couldn't say that about so, myself. Yep. Now, the rumor mill is circulating because we don't know exactly what's going on with Major League Fishing right now, except for they have a 80-field tournament trailer they're going to be doing next year. Yep. No, Bass Pro Shops, again, they're throwing a lot of money with this, and they're just having Bass Pro Shops involved, and, and that 
huge conglomerate that they have, you know, it's going to change a lot of things. Do you think that based off of these rumors that I hear circling around, are they making anglers change sponsorships or are they going to pan pick people based on sponsorships or is it going to be just an invite only? You have to have some types of major league fishing in and, and ranger boats for this to work. No, no, I don't have the answers to that. I don't believe so. I believe that they're, I believe that they're going to invite people that, uh, that are sponsored by big sporting goods and Academy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe that they're going to have people running Phoenix boats, bass cats, legend. Well, not legends. They're not there. You know, uh, nitros, tritons, rangers, blazers, skeeters. Who am I forgetting? But you name it, they're going to be out there on the major league fishing circuit. So, um, does it, can, does it help to be affiliated with Bass Pro? Uh, I believe so, but is that a deciding factor? No. You know, every, every decision I make in business is is a decision that funds me. (coughs) For example, you know, um, Mercury's tie with uh, Tracker Marine, for example. You know, does it behoove me to run a Mercury? I believe so. Um, is there an opportunity for me to run a different uh, motor? Absolutely. Okay, but what 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 is perception? Who who pays me the most? if I run something that, that they're not a part of, does that make sense? Definitely. Plenty of sense. Okay. Okay. I think that way where most anglers don't. Okay. If, if I was a person out here and I cussed Bass Pro and cussed Ranger boats and cussed Mercury, I wouldn't be where I'm at today Mm -hmm. because they watch that. They watch that stuff. I would never, Cuss Bass Pro to begin with. It wasn't for people like Johnny Morris, Forrest L. Wood, Ray Scott. Bass fishing wouldn't be it wouldn't be a speck on a Nat's butt right now if it wasn't for three of those three people. You know, and I'm sure there's other people that are deserving of a mention here. But those three people, you think about the innovation and what they've done for this sport. And I like to think that for those people. So, uh, at least Forest Wood and Ranger Boats, I know they're no longer together, but Bass Pro is a great organization. they got great stores around the country. They provide hundreds of thousands of opportunities for employment all across the world. You know, they're a big conglomerate. I understand that. You think about the White River Marine Group and the hundreds of thousands of people that they employ. Johnny Morris has done more for the sport of bass fishing than anybody else could mm-hmm. in, in the sport. And, and, and it's because of all the opportunities all happened. And I'm only a mile and a half from where it all happened right here in Springfield, Missouri, in a little Brown Derby liquor store that his dad had. Yep. I, I remember in the early eighties as a young kid clipping out the Springfield news leader, clipping a picture of Bill dance. that was coming to bass pro to give a seminar downstairs in the aquarium at Bass Pro. 
And I remember laminating that and then taking that and uh, getting Bill Dance to sign that and handing Bill Dance a homemade spinnerbait. I remember that, you know, that opportunity wouldn't exist had Johnny Morris not took his his opportunity to build a tackle store at his dad's liquor store and then said, you know what, I got something going here. Why don't I go out and risk build me a big old store? Oh, this store's done real good. I've got some money in my in my pocket. I've got a good business about me. Why don't I go build another one of these stores somewhere? I mean, that's how that's how America works. And Johnny Moore should be applauded for it. Has Johnny Morris destroyed lives? No. Johnny Morris not ever destroyed lives. All Johnny Morris done is give opportunities to people. And he's given me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And and I met him one, I met him, you know, shook his hand a few times. I'm not saying just one time, a few times. The guy wouldn't know me from Adam. He knows Kevin Van Dam, but he wouldn't know me from Adam. So I'm not saying this to be a brown noser. I'm just saying that's the truth. And uh, I'll continue to support Bass Pro. So, good deal. Well, this is this has been a great podcast. You know, we again, I had you on. We were going to talk fall transitions, but after the announcement yesterday, I figured you call me another time for that. Oh yeah, we're definitely going to talk another time for that, and we're going to have you on as much as possible because you know it, it was a pleasure having you on today. I, I appreciate your candor and your your honesty. It, it, it was refreshing. Uh, I honestly had no idea what to expect when I asked you about Major League Fishing. I didn't know if you can actually say anything about it, you know, to be quite honest. So I appreciate all the information you gave us today. I've, I've said only what I'm able to say. You know, there are confidentiality agreements we will be signing Friday. There's things that I won't be able to say about the business side of, of, of it. Oh, yeah. Today, I've given you everything that I know, and there's nothing there that's confidential. You know, so I don't know who the 80 man roster is. I don't know what paybacks are. I don't know what, uh, I don't know what we have to invest. If any, I don't know any of that. I just know as a business person, I have to be a part of this and I'm thankful for the opportunity. It's just a big opportunity. So I can't wait to see what's going on and how it turns out. I'm sure it's going to be a big success. I have nothing but support for Major League Fishing and what they're doing. And I can't wait to see you out there competing against some of the best. Thank you. And I appreciate appreciate you doing this. You know, the Army had something they taught. They, they preached a long, long time ago. The four C's. Courage, candor, competence, and commitment. And I live my life with those four words. Outstanding. And also, thank you for your service. I don't know if a lot of people know that you were you know, part of the military and you were in the Army. So, again, thank you for your service. You bet. You bet. I appreciate it. All right. So, James, JMFW, James Master Fisherman Worldwide. Worldwide. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. All right, man. I do appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. And we'll have you on in the, in the, the very near future to talk some more fishing. Hey. Follow me on James Watson Professional Anger on Facebook or Real James Watson on Instagram. All right, James. Take care. Have a nice one. See you. All right, fishing folks, that was James Mother Watson coming at you with some knowledge about Major League Fishing, some big announcements from his end, from Major League Fishing's end, and I just can't wait to see how the state of the bass fishing industry goes from here. Um, until next time, guys, please subscribe to the podcast. 
Like us on social media, On The Hook Fishing on Facebook. OnTheHookFishing.com is our site. On The Hook underscore fishing on Instagram. And subscribe to everything. We always have information and news for you guys. But until then, tight lines and big fish. We'll see you on Monday.